Hey everyone, it's Kirk McLean here, and you're watching Clay's Canucks Commentary. Hey Canucks fans, and welcome to Clay's Canucks Commentary live, presented to you by Van City Experts Real Estate. I am Clay Emo, Canuck Clay, and this is my Canucks take, all in one take. It is Sunday night, January the 7th. If you're new, here's what you should do. Hit the subscribe button now for Daily Canucks Insight that's positive, timely, and trustworthy. Welcome, everyone. Nice to see you. I recognize that this is uh, my first live stream since Wednesday night because last Thursday night we were throwing a massive party for my daughter Kayla, her sweet 16. And many of you have been blessed to see the amazing footage of me and Kayla dancing as part of that evening. You may have seen it on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram, we're all three. But yes, I, I uh, almost ruptured my other Achilles tendon in putting on a, a one minute dance routine with my lovely daughter Kayla, but it was worth it. And we had a great time. And it sounds like I did not miss too much when in the Canucks 2-1 lost to St. Louis on that night. So welcome everyone for being here. Thank you for being here. Welcome to everyone that's here. And I looking forward to a good show today, a fast moving show. No Canucks game today, but we have Canucks games to talk about. And we have a couple of interesting topics to talk about as well. <laughs> Some of you guys talking about the apron. Jason says, I'm just here for Clay's cooking show. Taylor says, I love the dance. Thank you to both of you. And uh, Clay, teach us how to cook. If people are wondering what the heck people are talking about, I was gifted um, a Canucks apron. And I took a picture with it yesterday. And I made the joke uh, that um, I said, I'm going to wear it every time I'm going to cook. And Gil said, oh, good. So it will remain clean. And then today, this morning, just to prove it wrong, I made some eggs while wearing the apron and I posted it for all to see. So there we go. <laughs> Moderators, do what you need to do to keep this a safe and healthy space. Members, and by the way, I had a wonderful Zoom chat, our monthly Zoom chat with Legends and Hall of Fame members. Today was really good. There were six people on there plus me. We chatted for a good hour. And it was uh, it was awesome. So if you want to take part in that, make sure you you're a legend or a Hall of Fame member. So thank you, Legends Hall of Fame and franchise members, for your support. And to everyone else, no matter where you're watching from, whether in my beautiful neighborhood of Steveston, Richmond, in the city, in the Lower Mainland, in the province, country, continent, around the world, thank you for being here. You know that I know that you could be doing anything else, watching anyone else, getting ready for work, school, or better. All three, but the fact that you're here with me, I always appreciate you, and I never ever take you for granted so this is how you can get involved you can subscribe so you get active in the chat section and get notified of my videos you can like this video there are 50 of you in here already which is awesome only seven likes so let's get that up to at least 20 or so if you want you can leave a donation if you want you can gift memberships and if you want you can buy your own membership or upgrade your own membership and if you're listening on a podcast platform make sure you rate and review taylor i saw that you said Wait, the shirt says something other than love. What does it says? It says, it's hard to see because it's uh, it's nice. It's easier to see in great light, but it says love God, love people. It's a uh, by um, it's one of the songs by one of my favorite Christian groups called the Katinas. But yes, it says love God, love. Well, you can kind of see it if I hold it up. I don't want to show you too much because then you're going to see my stomach. Then everyone will leave. But it says love God, love people in a very faint uh, writing. Just enough to see it when you can when you look at it closely. But thank you for asking. 
Yeah, Justin, I was going to, if you saw, I had your, Justin, your favorite shirt, the Mary's Meal shirt on underneath my Canucks apron in the picture I posted earlier today. Okay. But enough about my amazing wardrobe. <laughs> I'm the least fashionable person, I think, in, in, Canucks, in Canucks fandom. So today, what I want to do is I want to talk about the lotto line and in particular, um, how it came to be, why it's named the lotto line and, and their performance yesterday. And then I want to talk about um, the pros and cons of keeping that line together. And then I'll, I'll spend, I, I have enough to go with that for about 10 or 15 minutes and then I'll turn it over. Um, I'll make sure that you guys get a chance to ask your questions as well, especially Sundays are when Sunday's not a game day, it's pretty casual. So I'm, I want to make sure that I get to a lot of your, a lot of your questions and comments. Now, what's really interesting, so the Canucks obviously beat New Jersey 6-4 to four yesterday. Now, let's not get too excited. New Jersey was missing Jack Hughes, was missing Timo Meyer, was missing Dougie Hamilton, um, and, and a few others, but we still won. It doesn't matter. They don't, they don't, uh, they don't count less if there are less star players playing, but um, obviously it made, it made um, our chances to win a lot better yesterday. Now, when... Oh, by the way, thank you for the great feedback. I've been doing uh, the breakdown videos now. I've been doing the breakdown videos. Oh, and by the way, um, yeah, I love doing the breakdown videos, especially when there's a lot of goals to talk about. It's, it's a lot of fun. I'm getting some good feedback on them. Once in a while, I will get someone, and I love your feedback on this, you guys, real quick, real quick in the chat. Once in a while, someone will say, and they'll get pretty mad at me. Sometimes they'll say it civilly. Other times they'll get mad and say, Clay, don't spoil the result in either the title or your thumbnail and they say because you know um uh, i don't like it i don't like to have the game results spoiled for me when i go on youtube and maybe I'll, I'll be honest with you maybe i was a little bit um insensitive but i my, my first reaction is not being defensive but my first reaction is i don't worry about the people who don't know the result of the game before they go on youtube i would dare say 90 to 95 percent of people have either watched the game have watched the highlights on twitter or on x already or on TV, so they know the result of the game. And again, this isn't me being defensive. This is my initial thought. But I want you to call me out, you, uh, CCC community. Tell me if I'm being insensitive or if the, these people have a uh, have a point. So I would often say, well, if you don't want the result of the game spoiled, then don't go on YouTube. Don't go on any social media and don't blame me for spoiling it for you. But then, so th admittedly, that's what I used to think. But then I thought. You know, I looked up the way Sportsnet and NFL and NHL and TSN, I guess in their thumbnails and in their titles, they never give away they score. They just say Canucks versus Devils highlights or Canucks versus Devils. Or you see what I mean? So uh, give me some feedback there. And then I, I want to tell you why why I'm talking about this, actually. So give me some feedback. Um, I, I, yeah, I know. Thank you. I know, Fangirl, you're saying, well, it's my channel. Do whatever you want. I, I, I get that. And I often abide by that. But I, I am very uh, not sensitive from it makes me cry, but I am I, I, I'm very grateful for feedback, positive and constructive. And I would love to know uh, from you guys, is it not just my videos? Take it outside of my channel. When you see videos on YouTube, especially when it comes to sports, would you prefer not the because I, I don't know what draws more more clicks, what draws more eyeballs if I say Canucks six, Devils four. Or if I just say Canucks versus Devils, goal breakdown, and then I don't have it in my thumbnail. Let me know. I would love to know uh, your thoughts. And and again, it, could, it doesn't have to be just with me. I'm talking about um, sports spoilers in general. 
Coach Rob says, I would say to those people, don't go on YouTube if you don't want to see the score. Admittedly, Coach Rob, that was my first reaction. Well, those other sites probably do that because they want to drive traffic to their site. Good point, Aaron. They should be watching the game on PVR instead of going on YouTube after the game is finished, says Viper. Uh, Taylor, I think people should automatically know that the score is already out there. They shouldn't be soy boys. <laughs> yeah, Taylor, again, I, I would agree with you. That's the way I was thinking, I, even though I don't know what a soy boy is. To be honest, I'm not a fan of the pitch in the breakdown videos could be better. I'm not a fan of the pitch in the breakdown videos could be better. J Jack, tell me, I'm open to that feedback. I just don't know what you're saying. I'm not a fan of the pitch in the breakdown videos could be better in the uh, the fan of the pitch. Do you mean the pitch of my voice or do you mean, Jack, uh, let me know. Uh, I'm open to feedback for sure. Jaskarin using his franchise membership message. So let's recognize that. Jaskarin, a member for 10 months now. Thank you, Jaskarin. Says, to be honest, they should know before going on their phone. The scores will be posted on most of the sites, social media. It's your channel. Well, I appreciate that feedback. Thank you, Jaskarin. And let's give Jaskarin some love in the chat for sure for being a member for 10 months. Hey, Riley. Uh, Coach Rob says, the hockey guy always has the scores on his whiteboards. Okay, uh, fair. But that's... So I guess that's the other thing I was going to say is... And I'm sorry this topic bores you. I find this kind of interesting. Even if I don't put the title, uh, the score in the title, or if I don't put the score in the thumbnail, within the first 15 seconds of my breakdown video, I'm going to say the Canucks defeated the devil six to four. So right away in the first 10 seconds, I'm, I'm saying what the score is anyway. See what I mean? Angus says, I just don't look at my phone or computer if I don't want to know the score. Yeah, that's what I thought most people did for sure. Let's give some love to Adam. So generous. Thank you, Adam. Adam with a membership gift. Thank you, Adam. That is awesome. And it goes to 350Z. So thank you, Adam, for that. And welcome back, 350Z, to the CCCC, Clay's Canucks Commentary Crew. Let's give a big welcome to 350Z. And let's give a big thank you. Give some love to Adam in the chat for sure. Uh, we got some more good feedback. No, we, we will get to the lot of line for sure. We will get the law line for sure, but I want to get through a lot of these things for um, party says, Clay, do whatever you want. MB says, I like the, I love the breakdown videos. Thank you. Taylor It's like movies and shows and that you should have self-control not to look in the comments or sites that might spoil it. Jack. Yeah. You keep the same monotone. Oh, so you want me to be more, um, more expressive in the breakdown videos. Okay. That's fair. I'll, I'll take that feedback. Uh, usually I'm recording these videos at midnight, so I'm not, I don't want to be too loud. And yeah, yeah, you know, Jack, I hear what you're saying, but at the same time, I, I'm not sure I completely agree with you because um, when, when I'm trying to be funny or I'm trying to point out certain things, I, I do think I changed the reflection of my voice, but I will pay attention to that. Jack, that's good feedback. Thank you. Jason, if they don't want to know the hockey scores, they should stay off all social media. But M. Masterton says, don't post a score. Not everyone can watch the games live. M. Masterton, I hear that. I hear that feedback. Thank you. But what I'm saying is I'm going to, I say the score in the first 15 seconds of the video anyways, because um, I, I do think that 95% of the people watching my videos already know what's happened. And that's not me being defensive. That's me explaining, maybe, I guess that's the, maybe that's the definition of being defensive. <laughs> I am explaining, um, even if I don't put it in the title or the, the thumbnail, I'm probably going to say it right at the start of the video, as opposed to going through 
the goals. I guess, I guess I could say, you know, the Canucks played the Devils and let's go through the goals. Yeah. Okay. Burns says, I don't have a problem with that. Jack says, especially the first, Jack getting very, very specific. Um, is saying, is that my pitch is, is too boring, monotone in the first 10 seconds? I don't play close attention to the score on the phone. I usually wait to see what happens. I've recognized rewatch old recaps of games I attended based on your thumbnail showing the score. Oh, that's interesting, Tyler. And yes, I do agree that CCC members rule. Thank you, Adam. Hello, Murray, all the way from New Zealand. I would focus more on the process than just the score. No, that's fair. No, Adam, you do what you can, and I appreciate it. I've always said the person that doesn't have a lot or wants to do more but does what they can, that's worth more to me than the person that has a lot, uh, like a, a so much, and they only give a little bit. Yeah, anywhere. NHL.com, Michelle, is the easiest play to find the conference and league standings. No, I, I that's good. All good. Do the YouTube videos the way you want to is up to you. Why would you watch a breakdown video if you don't want a spoiler? That's a good point, Zal. I don't know. <laughs> I already know about looking. I have other things to do. I can't watch every single game, so I look at the scores when I'm not watching. I like your breakdown videos. Reason being is it makes it more clear and understandable to watch for some people. Thank you, Harry. I do think that the breakdown videos are doing a good service, and I'm having a lot of fun doing it. I think it's just a matter of how do I present it in terms of the score in the title or the thumbnail. <laughs> some people's voices just like it is what it is. I sound much calmer than Steve Dangle, but Steve Dangle has a much bigger following than I do. I don't think the score matters after the game's over. Yeah, that's fair. No, I will not get a winter jacket jersey. Well, if the person is going YouTube to view highlights and your video pops out because they subscribe, I can see the issue. Yeah, yeah, for sure. All right, excellent feedback, excellent feedback. I will consider that as I continue to go on. Okay, I'm gonna talk for the next 10 minutes or so about uh, the lotto line. And then I will turn it over. I'll do my Mitchell response read, and then I'll turn it over to all of you. So you guys can keep keep chatting, of course, with with each other. But I will uh, concentrate on what I was going to say for the first part of tonight's show. So I was surprised, actually, in my breakdown of of the game, that there was a couple of people who mentioned that they didn't know. Uh, thank you, JLo, as well for that comment, your recent comment. I. I wasn't aware that there are a couple of people out there, either newer fans or they didn't get the reference that actually didn't know what the lotto line stand for. So most people in BC or is it, no, it was a Canada wide lottery called 649. I think it's since being replaced uh, by um, lotto max now. No, no, there still is a lotto 649. Okay. So it was a very, very popular lottery 649 as in 649, three digits. But then obviously when you put Besser, Pedersen and Miller together in that order, six, their jersey numbers, six, 40, and nine. So then it would be 649 as well, even though it's 40 and nine, not 49. But you know what I mean. So that's why when they were first put together back in 2019 by Travis Green, they were called the Lotto Line because there was a six, there's a 40, and there's a nine, 649. And they were really good. But then you basically had almost all your best players on one line and it made the rest of the team a little bit thinner throughout the forward ranks. So ever since, I guess, JT Miller's wanted to play center, they put him at center. They've been separating me, um, Pedersen and, and Miller. So we haven't seen the, the lotto line much over the past three years, except, you know, at the end of a, at the end of a period, an offensive zone face-off or whatever it may be. 
where you want to get those guys out there just to just to try it. But generally, we haven't seen it a lot. Then, of course, the Canucks have been struggling defensive, uh, offensively a little bit. So Talkett went to it, um, and they were awesome last night. Uh, Miller had three points, Pedersen had three points, Besser had two. They scored three goals in a span of five minutes in the second period to break the game wide open. I was never worried that the Canucks were going to lose that game, by the way, yeah, truly. But I'm not talking about that right now. I'm talking about the lot of line. So uh, very quickly, what was very interesting is even though they were called 649, the lotto line, the way they actually listed on paper would be 946 because Miller was the left winger, PD was the center, and then Besser was the right wing. So it's technically 946. So then you may have seen this on Twitter um, when Elliot Freeman said the lotto line was going to be uh, reunited. And then it got out that maybe Miller was going to play in the middle, that PD was going to play on the left wing, and Besser was going to play on the right wing. Thomas Drance, who I do enjoy, and I've talked about him before, he made a big deal about this on Twitter yesterday on X, and, and he would not call it the lotto line without putting quotes around it, single or double quotes, because in his eyes, it because his issue was that if Miller was in the middle, you can't call it the lotto line because the nine is in the middle. It's not 40 as PD. And every almost every single other person was saying it doesn't matter who's center, who's left wing, who's right wing. The fact that there's a six on the line, there's a 40 on the line, and there's a nine on the line, 649. It's not 946. It's not 4069. It's not 9640, whatever. But Thomas Drance, to his credit, was steadfast in that he would not call it the lotto line. And he was using uh, analogies to like the, the three tenors and Pavarotti. And it, just, it was just so crazy. And then my, my two cents was technically uh, back four years ago, it was Miller that was the left winger and Besser was the right winger, 946, right? But uh, but Drance said, no, that's not the point. The point is, if Pedersen's not in the middle and it's Miller, number nine, not the 40, you can't call it the lotto line. So it was just really, really interesting. Anyway, you can put your thoughts on that in the chat if you want to. So Bachelor was against them. Pasadena Blues was against them. Um, Jeff Patterson was against them. I was against them. Not that I'm the same as those guys, but uh, I think Thomas Trance was the only one uh, tooting that horn. So, of course, the lottery line plays very well. And then Rick Tockett was noncommittal after the game about whether or not he was going to keep them together. So let's talk about this very quickly, pros and cons, then I'll re review the poll question, and then I'll turn it over to all of you. Obviously. Uh, yeah, and I, I see a lot of your. Uh, oh, the six provinces. The six is for six provinces. Oh, that's good to know. That's good to know. Thank you. And by the way, I, I love. Uh, I, <laughs> I love you guys talking about. Um, yeah. Oh, Aaron. Yeah, so I, I get. I can mention this. Aaron was great. Aaron was the one who said that he didn't know that the lotto line was named after a lottery six forty nine because I believe Aaron, you're in Hong Kong, right? And then and then Aaron. I appreciate his honesty says he thought it had a reference to uh, us drafting Besser and Petey. Petey was in the lottery. Well, number five pick, uh, whereas Besser was number 23 pick. So they're technically not uh, Besser wasn't a lottery pick, but Aaron's point was, I thought it was because Besser and Petey were, were drafted by the Canucks, but Miller wasn't. So Aaron, I appreciate that honesty. Anyway, 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 and Jasper, yeah, I'm getting it to that point real quick. The, the, the good thing about the lotto line is they're, they have chemistry, they have history. You have two centers on that line. So if one of them takes a draw and gets kicked out, the other one's there. And 
obviously they, they place offensively. It's amazing. Like you see what happens when Elias Pettersson has not just one talented forward, but two talented forwards who are on top of their game. Like Kuzmenko and, and Mikheyev are talented forwards, but they're rarely on top of their game together. So PD, it was magic that, that, that Diki did down the middle after that wonderful pass from Besser, the backhand pass. Also, PD's passes to Miller, and you add Quinn Hughes and Phil Hronick. It's like a Harlem Globetrotters almost when you have Hughes, Hronick, and the lotto line together. So you put three very talented players. Besser is, quote, the sniper um, and does good board work. Miller, I would say, um, it's funny. Miller and Pedersen both have strong hockey IQs. I love when Miller's engaged. I think Miller makes some really, really good underrated plays, and he's a really good passer and a hard worker. And PD is obviously the most naturally skilled of the three. So my point is you put all three of them together and you saw what happened yesterday. Magic does happen. And it's not like they're bad defensively either. Uh, Besser and, and PD and Miller can go up and down defensively. But as a unit, it's not like they're getting, it's not high risk, high reward. They're, they're high reward and they're not high risk. But for all those good things, you obviously see what happens to the lineup. So after that, if you keep the lot of line together, now your centers down the middle were Suter, Bluger, and Oman. And I guess you have Lafferty there who could play center as well. But now Pia Suter is playing second line minutes. And maybe he could do that in Chicago in his rookie season. But he was doing it between um, he was doing that between McKayev and Kuzmenko. And they weren't that effective yesterday. You have Bluger, Joshua, and Garland who are great, but then you now then you have Oman or Lafferty with Hoglander on the fourth line with Kuzmenko scratch, uh Kuzmenko scratch yesterday. So what the heck? It was a it was Bluger, sorry, it was Suter with Kuzmenko and uh, who is their winger? Oh no, Kuzmenko did play, yes. Um, Kuzmenko did play on, um, it was Linus Carlson, I'm sorry. So it was Suter, Kuzmenko, Mikheyev, it was Bluger, Joshua Garland, and then the fourth line was, you guys, what am I missing? It was Lafferty, um, Hoglander, and... Oh yeah, and Oman. That's right, because DG Seppi is hurt and Carlson was the extra. Okay, uh, I know what I'm talking about now. But my point is, if you load up that top line, then you're weaker down the middle because now you Miller or Pedersen are playing together. They're not the second line center. And then your scoring throughout the, the rest of the forwards, is, I wouldn't say it's non-existent, but it's it certainly dries up a little bit. Because, and we saw that yesterday. Like I said, well, I guess they, they had the empty netter by Joshua, so you don't count that. Then the, the lot of line accounted for three goals. So that leaves two other goals. And I'm just trying to fit, picture off the top of my head who, who were the other two goal scorers yesterday. Uh, I know the game was only yesterday, yet I'm having a brain fart when it comes to naming the other two scores. I'm just looking at it right now. I should know this. I, I did a whole breakdown on this game yesterday. <laughs> oh, yes. Uh, Pedersen, Miller, Miller. Oh, yeah. Garland with the wraparound. Oh yeah, sorry. The lot of line combined for for four goals actually, for four goals, not three. That's right, because Pedersen scored one, Miller scored two, Pedersen scored two, and and Miller scored two. Yeah, so really the only non lot of line goals yesterday were Connor Garland with the wraparound and then Dakota Joshua with the empty netter. So my point is, when they're together, great offense, wonderful to watch. When they are together, though. It thins out the rest of the lineup offensively. So I asked the poll. I said, how long would you keep the lot of line together? 65 of you voted. 76% of you said as long as they produce and we are winning. 
So if we're winning games that are six to four and the bottom line is producing 50 to 60% of those goals, who cares? Because the bottom line is, do we get the two points? I have time for that argument. 15% of you said, try them for three to five games now, max. And then only 7% of you actually say, break them up now to balance the lineup. So that's fair. I'm really glad you guys gave that feedback. And I think, I think what they'll do is my guess is they're going to ride them on this road trip until it doesn't work. Then you go back to your regular line, so to speak, but at least you know that you can reunite them just, you know, at a snap of a finger and then hopefully that they can, that they can produce and recapture magic. Obviously there's a lot of other sidebars here. There's Kuzmenko. They're already a healthy scratch five times. There's uh, the, the way that Bluger Garland and, and, and Joshua are supporting this team as the de facto second line right now, sometimes even the first line. So there's a lot of other options in play. And yeah, as many of you mentioned in the playoffs, um, what's going to happen when benches are shortened, when, when the games get tougher, when you're the away team and the home team has last change and they can put their best shutdown line against you. So you shut down the lot of line, then there's not a lot throughout the rest of the lineup. So excellent, excellent points by all of you. Let me do my mid-show sponsor read. And then we'll have a lot of time to answer your questions and and uh, highlight some of your comments. But let me do this first, and let me spend a few minutes on some of the things that are going to be happening in the next uh, in the next few days. Well, I just realized I never put this banner out, but I'll put it out afterwards. Shout out to my primary sponsor, Vancey Experts Real Estate. Contact Jason Lim and his team for all of your real estate needs. Shout out to my secondary sponsor, Perform and Transform Personal Training Weight Loss. Check them out at ptform.com. Thank you to Gassy Jack Art, maker of that fine artwork. And thank you to Vessi Footwear. Use the link tinyurl.com slash Vessi Clay and receive a free pair of socks off your next pair of Vessi shoes. Also, if you're looking for Canucks tickets, email me at canuckclay at gmail.com. And don't forget, um, my shows this week, I'll do a reminder of this. Tomorrow's crazy because I have Game Over Vancouver at 7. I have Canucks After Dark at... 10 and then i'll have games night at 11 15 so tomorrow is the the monday night triple header that i always dread no i don't dread it I, I just get tired by the end of it so tomorrow game over at seven canucks after dark at 10 then my show at 11 15 but it'll be games night tuesday i have game over at 7 30 because it's a half an hour later start than than monday so i have game over back to back and then i have my own show at 11 on wednesday it's the second wednesday of the month so it's gonna be members only on wednesday for all three membership levels. And then on Thursday, back to normal on Thursday. Also, don't forget, we are going on this trip, Vancouver, Vegas. If you're interested in this four day trip, three nights, it's only $999 from March 31st to April 3rd. The game's on the second Vancouver versus Vegas price includes return airfare, airport transfers, three nights at the park MGM and the game ticket. If you're interested, write to Neil at Neil C at uniglobecarefree.ca. $200 deposit is due. The rest of the payment due at the end of the month. And then mention me because Neil wants to know where the sales are coming from. So once again, hope you can join us. Me, Sean, Kayla, and my mom, Joyce, are all going C at uniglowcarefree.ca. Lastly, I wanted to highlight my friend Dave. Actually, I don't want it to be a ticker. Hold on. Let me, let me fix this. Scroll across bottom. No, just normal. So last stream on Wednesday night, I believe I gave away that print. I gave away that print 
Um, you know, I'll tell you a funny story because Dave and I are really good buds. He won't mind me saying it was Adam, um, Adam Chi who won it. So I, I'm going to arrange with Adam to deliver both that print and the Demco print. Then after I t- Dave said, yeah, thanks for sharing my stuff on the stream. By the way, that Demco print was supposed to be for you. I said, oh my gosh, I'm so stupid. So Adam, I'm, I can't go back to my word as much as I love that Demco print. So um, you are, I was supposed to only give you that print, but you get that print and the Demco print. So congratulations. <laughs> I want to show you real quick Dave's Twitter account because um, he is, I made one mistake on, on my stream on Wednesday. I said that, um, Dave just does this as a, as a side hobby. He's not uh, looking to make any money off it. Well, he is actually selling these prints and as he should, cause they're beautiful and a lot of time and energy goes into them. So Dave's uh, account on X Twitter is Dave Lee Sun one. His first name is Dave. His last name is Lee Sun, and he is number one. So Dave Lee Sun one on X and this is a pinned tweet. Excited to offer eight by 10 photo prints. One for 30 Canadian, two for 55, three for 75, four for 90. All pricing includes shipping to Canada but not the frames as I joked about last Wednesday as well. So he can do any player can create personalized ones. So it's pretty sick. It looks really, really cool here. And you see that's, it's got the Canucks on the blue background Canucks on the white. I have the Canucks on the blue, as you can see in the background there. And then he can do named ones this is the Demko one that he gave me, but I'm giving it away. <laughs> and there's Pedersen, Hughes and Miller. And then that is the, the, um, the name of Dave's son, Nathan. So again, Dave Lee's on one, on Twitter, would love for you to to follow him to support him, and yeah, Adam, I guess you you got a fifty five dollar prize, um, not including the shipping, which is which is pretty cool. All right, friends, another so yes, go support Dave, go follow him on X. Mitchell, reminder to you to subscribe, to like the video, to leave a donation, to gift memberships, and if you buy your own membership, upgrade your own membership, and if you're listening on a podcast platform, make sure you rate and review. Let's get to your comments now. It can be about the lot of line. It can be about the, the Canucks facing the Rangers tomorrow and the Islanders on Tuesday. Whatever you want to talk about, we can talk about it. But uh, let's get some quest- questions and comments as long as they're relevant. I'll try and do as well as I can in the chat. I don't know if you can print pictures that I caught it. I think he designs them himself, so maybe, maybe not. I don't know. You have to reach out to him and let him know. If the Canucks had to trade for one of Greenway and Gensel, which one do you prefer? Uh, if I had to pick one, if I didn't have to worry about the return, I'd say Gensel. We have always thought we were going to play LA in the first round. What if we actually finished first? We could potentially play Edmonton since they're likely to be a wild card. Jaskin, it's funny you bring that up. Justin brought that up in our Zoom chat today, our member Zoom chat. He says, actually, that's the disadvantage of fin- finishing first is Edmonton could be one of the two wild card spots depending on who f- where we finish compared to the Central Division winner and where Edmonton finishes. But yeah, uh, that could be a worse matchup. I know we beat them three times already, but they are certainly coming on strong. After the first two games of the road trip, has your prediction for the road trip changed? Yeah, they lost one that I didn't expect them to, right? And I said 4-2-1. and one. No, I got to stick to my gun. So I think the Canucks can go 3-1-1 one, one in the next five. I really do. Especially as a lot of line plays like that. Would I start Demko again tomorrow against the Rangers and Tuesday to Smith, or would it be the other way around since the Canucks had a break today? Yeah... Uh, you you don't want to admit there's a fall off when you go to your backup goaltender, but uh, in theory, the Rangers are the better team. Islanders might be the tougher game because it's back to back. I if it were me, I go Demko Rangers to Smith Islanders. 
No, I did not buy a lottery ticket yesterday, Harry. <laughs> 4 2 tomorrow, Jay. 4 2 tomorrow. I'm going to keep saying 4 2 until it actually happens. Do you think we could beat the Blues if Kuzminko wasn't scratched that day? Um, I don't think we can just draw that conclusion very simply. But yeah, anytime Kuzminko scratch and anytime we don't score a lot of goals, the natural reaction would be well, we just benched a 40 goal scorer from last year. Tyler says the game yesterday was awesome. Yeah, it was it was very entertaining. Kuzi is someone who will thrive in the playoffs, and I have the feeling he will too. Jasker and I've been saying that too, but I, I do worry about his defensive game though. But I, I'm not worried about his offensive game. Like I want it to come in. I yeah, Greenway's got size and he's got good speed for his size for sure. Yeah, Daniel, this could be a Stanley Cup preview. This could be a, a rematch of 1994. It should uh, it should have a big game feel tomorrow. For sure. I don't know if Big Zed in Canada, right? Big Zed is playing tomorrow. It seems like he was day-to-day, -day, so we'll see. I hope so. In your opinion, trade Kuzmenko? Yes, no. If yes, for who, what? Huh. I say no. I say no. I say you be patient, and, and you hope that he finds his game by the end of the year. Because, yes, you... In, Depending on who you're trading for, you're probably giving up some stuff too. Kuzmenko plus. Sedin's, Higgins, Komisarek, Foot, Gonchar, Samuelson. That's a pretty good staff. Yeah. Yeah. Don't forget Gonchar. Oh, you said that Gonchar foot. What about Mike Yo? Yeah. With the Jets winning of late, are they a much better team than the Canucks? I wouldn't say they're much better, but I'd say they're better. I think they're a better team. They're playing better than the Canucks right now. Their, their record in the last month would dictate so. Uh, Brett Pesci is. Is he a UFA at the end of the season? I tried to look that up earlier. Yeah, is Brett... I'm, I'm trying to look it up right now. Defense, defense. Brett Pesci. Yeah, I don't know if he's a UFA at the end of the season. I have to look that up. Um, I haven't heard a lot of buzz around Pesci. Angus thinks it's the other way. DeSmith Rangers, Demco Islanders. Okay, that's fair. Tell me why. Tell me why. Tyler, yeah, I had many thoughts, but I've already done two videos on it overall. Uh, pretty entertaining, and New Jersey was missing a lot of players. Play Demko, prep for finals. Best one round one opponent for Nashville. That's possible. Their wildcard spot next finishers. Yeah, there's you know it could be St. Louis, it could be Seattle, it could be Edmonton, it could be Nashville. Um, I think any team against Edmonton, I'm fine with in the in the first round. Truly, I think Besser scores first against the Rangers. Zadorov was a, a scratch. They said it wasn't healthy, though. He was day-to-day, -day, so just something small. So we'll see if he practices <coughs> Excuse me. and or plays tomorrow against the Rangers. I think Canucks are going to go for a long playoff run and be a buyer. Yep, Michelle, I do think they're going to be a buyer. Why not? Like No one expected them to be number one in the Pacific, so why not? they got to be a good buyer, though. Like, uh, and I, I, don't, I don't see Alvin selling the farm just for one playoff run. I wonder why Target wants Kuzminko's four-check one when McKay was faster and should be four-check one. Yeah, Viper, he's mentioned that. I think he's just saying, but if if Kuzmenko is the first one in the zone, he's got to four-check harder. But you're right. I, I want McKay as, as the one digging up pucks for sure. If management is worried about Kuzi, they should help him by spending time with him, learn how to play more of a defensive game. Yeah, Taylor, I agree. And I've heard that they have worked with him, including closed-door meetings, on-ice sessions. So who knows? Clay, who do you want for a trade deadline edition? Anyone in particular? Well, Ian, I'm looking at the UFAs for next year. 
by cap it. It goes Stamkos, Voracek, Seabrook, Myers. Oh, that's our guy. Henrik, Muzzin, Eberle, Bertuzzi, Zucker. Eberle's 34 already, eh? Hmm. That sounds interesting to me. Martinez, Silverberg, Brody, Marcheseau, Tarasenko. Tarasenko makes $5 million. I don't know about that. Perron, Hoffman, Tanev, Winberg. You know, I don't know. There's no name that really, really jumps out to me like crazy. How come I didn't mention Gensel's name? Isn't Gensel UFA as well? Did I miss him? How much does Gensel make this year? I thought he makes $6 million. How come he's not on my list? What list am I looking at? I don't know. Yeah, I'd have to really think about this, too, though. I don't know. None of those names really, really pop out at me. Yeah, how come I didn't get Jake Gensel's name when I did this, the sword here? He's a UFA, right? At the end of the season? Oh, well, I won't worry about too much about it right now. Target is not using Koozie properly. Keeps scratching him and feels that way. Would I trade Podkolzin if he doesn't get an NHL opportunity next season or soon? Yeah, he's on a good contract, though, so I don't trade him just yet. Don't trade him just yet. I do think they'll play the lotto line tomorrow as well. Joe Pesci, that would be funny. He'd be, he'd be great in the... In the... <laughs> he'd be great in the dressing room. Who do you want in round one, LA, Vegas, or Edmonton? I would do Edmonton and shut him up. Yeah, but I was just saying they, they might be the most dangerous team. L, uh, Vegas, both Vegas and LA have slowed down a little bit, so... I don't know. We haven't played LA yet this year. We we don't match up well against Vegas. Do you think Quick or Shesterkin gets to start tomorrow? I have a feeling it's Shesterkin, but I don't know what their their pattern has been. Demko needs a rest, and maybe the tired team against Anders uh, will try to help Demko. Yeah, I don't know. Which team would you hate to face most in the playoffs from each conference? Uh, maybe after tomorrow night, it'll be the Rangers, and we don't match up well against Philly either. Um, and the in our division. Yeah, Vegas, Edmonton, Colorado. I think we can play Dallas pretty straight up. I do not think Bedardo will be ready for January 22nd, unfortunately. Thank you. That was a big sneeze, so that's a big blessing. Brett Pesci's contract ends at the end of the season. UFA, thank you. The Canucks did not skate today. They had the day off. You think Alvin will get another center and right-hand D? I don't know if it's a center. I think he will get a winger and a right-hand D. I think those are the two uh, wish lists. I like how Daniel was talking about the playoff tile. Tetris win. What's that? Did you play Tetris and you won? Yeah, I don't I don't want them to trade Aturatu just yet. Kuzmenko's not defensive. He's full offensively minded. If we finish first in division, I go out in the first round in five games, would there be big uh changes? Yeah, I think so. If you if you win the division and then lose in the first round, Gensel's an extra year. Noise a UFA. What is Jake Gensel's contract? Let me look him up here. Because I, I thought that he was a UFA because um, the whole talk was Kuzmenko has one more year. Yeah, Jake Gensel, $6 million this year, and that's it. Then he's a UFA. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Lindholm would be best if they want to keep the lotto line. Yeah, Lindholm's a good player. He's I thought he wants $9 million next year, though. Greenway, less with size, cost less cap space than Gensel. Greenway would be a nice consolation instead of Alex Tuck. That's fair. Toy fair. TSN analyst said connects is a legit contender. Rates always connects Jets in terms of who he thinks is a better team to get the finals. 
Oh, in that order, Oilers, Jets. Well, the way the Oilers are playing, yeah, I, I'm still not sold on their goaltending, obviously. That's interesting. Hmm. Not sure if I agree with that, J-Lo. I would go Jets, Canucks, Oilers. So I think Jets are deep and they have great goaltending. Lindholm is overrated like PLD. McKayev has been quiet. I agree. I think Greenway is a bit better player than Joshua Azal. Three Musketeers for the Garden line. Yeah, Fillmore, not just because of the Gunther, but that whole trade was uh, was messed up. Benning was trying to save his job, obviously. Certain way you got to coach skilled Russians. Look at John Cooper. Does he bench Kucherov every time he does a forecheck? No, using the right way. Talking needs to learn. Yeah, Talkett's a relatively new coach, so nah, I, I, I guess he's had other stints. Have to watch his shifts. I'm pretty sure they were seeing him in the wrong position. Defense zone, there's some risk he just can't take in the offense zone. I guess I presume you're talking about uh, Kuzmenko. Scared of Colorado. LA and Vegas are slumping. Giving Edmonton's hot streak. Do you think they'll finish top three in the division? Well, Philly, it's interesting. I asked that on Twitter yesterday or at X. I, I didn't say which team they would catch. I said, will Edmonton catch at least one of Vancouver, LA, and or Vegas? And it was a two-thirds, two one-thirds. 66% said no, and 33 34% said yes. Um, I have a feeling that they will catch one of the three teams. I just don't know which one. Talkett said why he's bench coups. He's the lack of drive to net, criticized him for play behind the net and stopping the puck, the blue on the entries. Okay, so that's all offensive stuff. Hey, Jay, a 13-year-old kid did recently. What were we talking about? What were we talking about, 13-year-old kid? Oh. So I don't even know what we were talking about, Jay. Nice to see you. Jay, hopefully you got my email, um, and I'm not sure you've been here the whole show. I invited you to the, the Zoom chat for, for Hall of Fame and, and Legend members, so hopefully you can reach reach the next one, make the next one for sure. Had tickets to the Bedard game. I see people making all these jokes about people who bought tickets, wasting their money and laughing at us. It's very depressing for this app to stop joking about it. Yeah, fitness, I, I saw that a lot of it too. I, I will admit, um, part of me was glad that I was able to sell my tickets, and it's not because I was trying to make so much money. Like any game, I was able to sell tickets as opposed to being stuck with them. But I do understand the people that bought them specifically to see Bedard. Yeah, I, I don't wish ill will on any of those type of people. Yeah, I, and I can understand why you might be and others could be upset. It's hard-earned money that people spend on these games. LA lost in the Dubois trade. Yeah, it hasn't worked out so far. Calling up an HL and playing him instead of Kuzi is very disrespectful. Yeah, you got to look at the long game, though, for sure. How different will the decor be next season? The Canucks get Brett Pesci and replacing Myers' spot in right D. Well, it, um, Myers is a free agent. Cole is a free, free agent. Only Susie and Hughes and, I guess, Hironic will be signed. Um, yeah, I think the Canucks D could look. I don't see Zadorov coming back. Do you think we get a trade with a team? Do you think we get a trade with a team when they're in the same city like Benning did in Ottawa a few years ago? Yeah, I, I don't think that has anything to do with anything. It just, if it happens, it happens. Always create a different line for Dry Saito. He's playing with Fogel and McLeod. Did not know that. Last time Canucks went to the final, I was 10 years old. And last time they made the playoffs, I was 14. I'm now 22. Been a while. Okay, well, that, that's great. So you're 28 years younger than me. That's awesome, Daniel. <laughs> yeah, I want them to I want them to win too. Calgary lost to an AHL Hawks team. Kucherov is one of the best Russian players of all time. He's not even close to Kuzi. Kuzi is great, but it's not even in the same universe. Edmonton has the toughest schedule in the NHL the rest of the way. That's good. I did not know that. 
13 year old kid beat Tetris by crash. Oh, I did not know that. Thank you. Third. Thank you. Thank you. I did not know that. Beat Tetris. Gotcha. 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 Matt. Now I got to sell. Good luck. <laughs> Canucks need more size up front. Yeah. I think they're looking for their one more player. Maybe. Yeah. I, I think they could definitely do with some more size. Favorite moment from the season. Hmm. You know, there's not one standout moment to be. Maybe it was uh maybe it was when Quinn Hughes, Pedersen, and Miller were atop the scoring race for one night. That was pretty cool. Changed my mind. They should start to Smith. He'll be motivated to avenge the game lost. Uh I don't have to fight too hard to change your mind. I'd i I'd, I'd be fine either way. Truly. I'd be fine either way. We aren't going to be sell the we aren't going to be able to sell the Hawks tickets. Nobody will buy them. And sensitive people on Twitter don't understand. It's not cool to clown people over this. Yeah, but would you expect anything different? This team will look different next year with all the UFAs. I agree. Kind of wish Jets lost today, so Canucks have a chance to take first tomorrow. Yep. Oh, Jets won. I didn't. What were the scores today? I didn't even look. Blackhawks over Flames four three. Kings lost, which is nice. Jets win, and then Red Wings beat the Ducks. Okay. Good luck bowling tomorrow. Clay, our defense stable enough now for more? Yeah, I think they need one more good right shot defenseman. A natural right shot defenseman. Who did you vote for all-star on Canucks? I voted. I've only voted once, admittedly, so maybe I'm not doing my part. But I, I posted my my I voted Miller, Pedersen, Besser, Hronik, Mikheyev, Suter, Kuzmenko, Joshua, Demko, and DeSmith. <laughs> Canucks just need to win games to the fans wishing other teams. Oh, well, every team needs to do that feel more, not just Canucks. With some Canucks players not returning, do you think the cap hit will free up more? Nope. Because it's going to be used up majority by Pedersen and Hronik. How many players are we away from being true contenders? I'd say two to three. Two to three. When will they announce more all-star selections? Well, the voting goes until, I want to say the 11th or 12th. So not for another week. Yeah, it's hard to say how long Bedard's going to be out. Jay, I got the email. don't know how Zoom works. Oh, okay, good. Well, at least you got it. That's fine. Uh, always reach out if you need any help with anything, if you want to partake in those kind of things. Kuzmenko was playing with Pedersen and both players when they're prime. Kutrov was, oh, you're so, so the Kutrov-Kuzmenko comparison. Yeah, Susie looked good yesterday. He looked good. And yeah, he played well before he got injured. 11.5, that's a lot. I don't know what Toronto's doing. That's a lot. I know he's having a good year, but that's a lot. And that's why I keep thinking Petey's going to be 12 and a half times eight if they go long-term. Do I think Petey is looking at other upcoming free agents and signing for what? Milan? Yep, absolutely. I think he's playing the waiting game to see what the market looks like. I do. Do you think that if the Canucks have a dad's trip, they will have more of a winning ways? I don't think it has anything to do with it, Harry. If Bedard was a world juniors, I'm sure this injury wouldn't have happened or Bedard was on our team. <laughs> I, I can't draw that line either. If Pedersen hasn't signed by now, I don't think it's happening. I see him chasing the big bag in off season. I would. Yeah, that's fair. I disagree, but um, that's fair. Nail biter at the end of the game there yesterday, but happy Canucks able to pull it off. Something they had trouble with closing games last season. Yeah, they're 22 and 0. 
when going into the third period, leading the game. Neil Carson also injured. Clay, I'm watching your live stream on my phone and Nintendo Switch. Okay, cool. Cool, cool. The big four in Toronto is 53% of the cap, and the lowest deal is Martin at 10.9. Yikes. If Bedard was a Canuck, they'd be waiting for him to play in a few seasons since they have draft picks never joined right away. I Maybe make an exception for that guy. Pullman's contract. This is his last year, right? He you he'll just be a UFA and he'll be done at the end of the season. Oh no, he's got one more year. Sorry, he's got one more year at two point five. He's just saves an LTIR right now. Brendan Smith, biggest piece of crap in the league. He he cheap uh, shoots a superstar and broke jaw. At least ten. Yeah, that that was unfortunate. The way McDavid kind of gli- uh, McDavid, the way Bedard kind of glided into him, um, and, and Smith. Yeah, bigger than Bedard, obviously. He. I haven't heard anything. Did he say that he didn't mean to injure him? I don't know. It's unfortunate. It really is. The small, medium, large line, Garland, Bluger, and Joshua. Okay, I have time for that. Yes, Daniel. UFAs after the season are Bluger, Lafferty, Joshua, Myers, Zadorov, Cole, Friedman, and DeSmith. So eight. Is it safe to say that Pullman is done in the NHL after this contract? Um, if he doesn't play for the rest of this year or next year, yes, I think that's fair. But if he somehow comes back by next year, then then all bets are off. Hopefully, Bedard feels better. Did you hear Juice rant about Nick Cousins? I did, and I agreed with him. Too bad Garland, Pods, and Josh aren't aligned as they can be the Basant Motors line since they're all in the commercial. <laughs> The Passant Motors line. Yes, Passant Motors. Very good. Okay, friends, this has been fun. Let's do, for the last five minutes, five minutes, let's do Ask Me Anything. So no more Canucks or hockey-related questions after I answer these last two. Does Kuzi get a healthy scratch this month? I'm going to go out on a limb and say no. That's the last one. Would I ever watch a Canucks game away for the Canucks at the Jets Arena? Absolutely, yes. I would love that. That would be a lot of fun. I'd still be cheering for the Canucks. What did the Fox say? Is that that silly song from many years ago? How switch How switch sports bowling going for you? Have you gotten a full 300 score? No, uh, 203 is my highest. Uh, Aaron, I think you mean as a member. Um, everyone here is subscribers. As a member... You get members live streams. You get uh, members ask me anything. You get your name mentioned, written at, in every in every vlog. Um, you get priority comments in uh, priority replies from me when it comes to commenting on my videos, and you get the emojis and badges in these live streams. I have not gone fly fishing before. Good question. Good question. No problem. No problem. Riley, my Achilles is good. I'm still wearing compression socks, but I'm wearing regular dress shoes now. Uh, no pain, just uh, building up the strength. Thank you for asking. Coach Rob, I've not taken Kayla driving yet. We were too busy concentrating on her party, so I'll be taking her driving this weekend. Sushi this weekend? Uh, yeah, I had it tonight. Which of your kids would eat the following first? Sushi, pho, ramen, or Mexican? Uh, Jacob, sorry, Kayla and Sean would take the sushi first. I don't think Jacob eats any. No, Jacob... Of those four things, he'll eat the sushi first as well. So I think all three of them would say sushi, but pho would be a close second. 
How many views does your dance with your daughter have? Did it blow up? Very good song. One of my favorite. Thank you. Yeah, on Instagram Reels, it has 5,000 views. On Facebook, it's got like 1,000. And on Twitter, it has, I'm just looking at it right now. It has, where is it? It has 30,000 views on Twitter. So it says, I don't know if people actually, yeah. 30,000 views on Twitter, which is pretty crazy. Were I, was I sad the Seahawks won, but still didn't make the playoffs? I guess I'm not very invested in them, so it didn't really matter to me. I, di I didn't wish them not to make it, though, either. I, it's not like I was laughing at Seahawks fans. Who do you know that has the best dad's knees? Mine is pretty strong. Mine is pretty strong. Enjoying what WWE is doing? Kayla's 16th birthday was, uh, was wonderful. Gail did a lot of good work. Um, I did a lot of hard work. The boys did. It was excellent. That was the perfect size, too, about 100 people. Yeah, I was watching um, SmackDown on TV. I almost went live, but I was watching SmackDown when Logan Paul said that. How many people do I have blocked on Twitter? Less than half a dozen. I don't even know who. No. Go to late night snack. Sadly, it's a Pepsi. And uh, maybe like pretzels or Japanese rice crackers. Favorite Disney movie. Ooh. I do like, um, huh? Now I'm thinking animated or or I liked original Aladdin. I liked original Aladdin a lot, but I have to think about that one. I liked Up or is Up Pixar or is that Disney? See, I don't even know who's who. Kayla's party looked more like a wedding. It felt like a mini wedding. Do I think Logan Paul flew off the handle? No, I don't think Logan Paul ever flies off the handle. I think everything he says is calculated and well thought out. That's why he's as uh that's why he has the influence that he does new year's resolution uh whether you call it a resolution or just a pledge or or a commitment to get in good shape for my 50th birthday um i wanted to do that in the fall but uh my achilles slowed me down so maybe recover from the and then uh, and then um i, I do want to do some work on the channel want to pray more but i haven't really listed them out as resolutions it's stuff that i'm always trying to work on Bring in Jake for some bowling advice. Yeah, he, he does give me advice. And, and then he, sometimes he thinks I'm, I'm, it's useless. Going back to think about being 16, driver's test exam, starting to work. It's a tough age, so much pressure. I hope she can persevere. Thank you. Yeah, it's an exciting, but it's a stressful time for sure. The best TV dad. Ooh, there's so many good ones. The best TV dad. I don't know. Mike, Michael Keaton in, in Family Ties is pretty good. I didn't show my daughter your video. Okay, good. Keep her off of it. That's funny. Yeah, we're getting there, Ricky. Thank you. How is your friend Jacob doing? I recall he got married a couple of years ago. Wow, you have a great memory. Yeah, he's doing great. They were over over Christmas time. Uh, Coach Rob, that's such a weird random poll. How do you remember that? Favorite thing to eat at the buffet? If it's Japanese buffet, it's sashimi. Like all you can eat. If it's a regular like Caucasian buffet. Um, I don't know anything that has steak. Do you make fun of your daughter? Like I do and tell people to get off the road when, Oh yeah. Among other things for sure. What's the most shocking thing. I was there when Linus Allmark scored against us. The, the goalie goal. I saw that live. That was shocking. If you team with Oscar and Becky Lynch, that'd be amazing. Riley.
That makes sense, Raymond. Sorry, I'm not choosing not to read it, but I'm just doing Ask Me Anything. In my heart, is it G No, I'm, it's Rogers Arena to me now. Up is Pixar part of Disney. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I do not like WWE, but my brother Merrick Duggan never does have it. Nice. When Elias made a joke about Seattle, yes. It, that Yeah, making fun of a team's, uh, a city sports team is the easiest way to get cheap heat for sure. Al Bundy. <laughs> Bob Saget. Favorite snack during a movie? I'm pretty, pretty standard, traditional pop and popcorn. Do you regret anything you have done? How do you? Yes, uh, I have many regrets like anyone has, but uh, it sounds so cliche, but you take it as a learning experience and you can't, oftentimes you can't change what you've done in the past. You can't change the ramifications. You can just change the way you react the next time a similar situation happens. Okay, friends, I have to wrap up now. Thank you. Sorry, I didn't get to all of your questions, but uh, just means you got to type them in sooner. <laughs> really appreciate everyone being here tonight. Moderators, thank you for keeping this a safe and respectful place. Legendary Lucas Gates, Legendary Carol Bovlander, Legendary Andrew Chang, thank you for your support as always, as well. Franchise members and Hall of Fame members, thanks to you as well. Um, to everyone who subscribed, who liked the video, who watched tonight, thank you. I always appreciate you. I never take you for granted. Thank you, Jaskin, for using your membership message. Thank you, Adam, for gifting the franchise membership today. To, that went to 350Z. Thank you to my sponsors, Vancy Dexter's Real Estate, Perform Transform, Personal Training Weight Loss. And really quickly, don't forget that um, if you're looking for Connect tickets, email me, connectclay at gmail.com. My show is this week, tomorrow, my triple header, Game Over, Connects After Dark, and then my own show at 1115, which will be a games night. And then don't forget, Wednesday night is members only. If you want to go on this Vegas trip, write to Neil C at uniglobecarefree.ca. Check out my friend Dave at Dave Leeson one on X as well and support him and his work for sure. Finally, on your way out, you can subscribe. If you haven't already, like the video. You can leave a late donation. You can become a member, upgrade your membership, or gift a membership. And if you're listening on a podcast platform, make sure you rate and review. And I hope that I see you tomorrow night. Uh, whether it's Game Over Vancouver after the Canucks take on the Rangers, whether it's Canucks after dark with Parker at 10, or whether it's back here at 1115, would love to see all of you. And if you do all three shows tomorrow night, good on you. And um, I'll give you a virtual high five through the screen tomorrow night. Okay. Okay. Stay safe. Stay healthy. Take care of yourselves. And take care of each other. Oh, by the way, not only did we throw Kayla a 16th birthday party over the two-week break, but I also went to a, a wedding of two antennas. Yes, two antennas got married. Now, the ceremony was okay, but the reception was excellent. God bless, and go Canucks go. Booyah. Booyah.